0: Hello and welcome to another week's Sportal Huddle from Leeds Hospital Radio. I'm Ian Marsden and tonight joined by Alan Breeze, Stuart Taylor and Tony Chalk. And hello to you three. Hi. Hello there. And uh, we'll be chatting local football, uh, local cricket in Yorkshire and uh, some local Super League, um, which we know that Stuart is an expert in so we'll uh, look forward to his opinions on that later. So we'll start with what um, we'll start with the Premier League. Um, we'll start with Leeds United, eleventh in the table with four games left. They are mathematically safe because they're twenty points clear of the bottom uh, three. Um, what a great first season back in the Premier League for Leeds United, um, Stuart. Well, I can't believe that you're still banging on about them being mathematically safe. They've been math-
1: mathematically safe for, for for weeks. I have to say, um, it, it's been it's been a spectacular um, first season back in the Premier League. Premier League for Leeds, I think uh, they've done ever so well, uh, and and I think the uh, there's a blip against Brighton, of course, last weekend, but. Uh, the three return games that they played previously against uh, Man City, Liverpool and Man United, a win in two draws, I think, confirms uh, the progress that they've made during the season and uh, confirms that, uh, I think, with some judicious, um, judicious signings this summer in, as they go into the transfer market, I, I think they've got a, a, a really, really strong base to, to build on.
0: They do, indeed. Um, Tony, I mean, I think any Leeds fan in their wildest dreams would have given... If you'd have offered them 11th uh, in August, they would have snapped your hands off, wouldn't they? Absolutely. And
2: the, the, the sort of reassuring thing is, really to pick up on, on something Stuart said, is thats that... Is that um, uh, there hasn't really been a squeaky bum time through the whole season. Uh, no. they, they've been comfortably away from that uh, fight at the bottom uh, for pretty much all of the season because they got off to a good start. Uh, and those three results he mentioned were very encouraging. Disappointing at, at Brighton. That's uh, sort of two too disappointing performance against Brighton because, of uh, course, they lost the home game as well. Mm. Uh, but um, you have to uh, say that Rafinha, who's probably the most talented player, wasn't playing. Calvin Phillips, who's one of the most crucial players, wasn't playing either. Uh, and and I guess that, that does show that, you know, there probably is a need for... Uh, a bit of strengthening over the summer and they do maybe need a bit more cover in some of these positions uh, if they're really going to push towards the top because uh, it's interesting that the, the the media reports last Saturday were saying that um, uh, Leeds outside chances of, of, of qualifying for Europe um, were dented well I, I wouldn't have thought that that's been at the top of their minds of, uh, <laughs> during the season at all to be honest wow. um, but if they do want to go on and, and, and sort of try and, and get somewhere near Europe they probably will need to strengthen
0: Definitely so. I mean, Alan, um, I think Brighton needed that win more anyway because uh, that win has took them up to 14th and they are 10 points clear of the bottom three with four games left. So that victory for Brighton has almost mathematically kept them in the Premier League. So can you just put it down to Brighton needed it more?
3: Not necessarily, but um, I think... Uh, the, the other guys have mentioned the big, big games against Man City, Liverpool and Man United and that must have taken it out of them. Um, Stuart and I were fortunate enough to be giving commentary on the Leeds-Man United game uh, and uh, A, what a shame there no fans. B, when we're up in the gantry, you actually see a big overview of the game as opposed to what you see on the screen, on mm. the TV. Mm. And uh, I was staggered at the, at the amount of off the ball running and checking and activity leads we're putting into that game. I mean, players are just running uh, well kilometres and kilometres now, uh, not necessarily on the screen, so you won't see it, and not with yeah. the ball, but they're drawing the players out of position, etc. And to yeah. have gone through those three games in particular in a month must have taken something out of them. So. You can't keep that level of performance up and sometimes you'll dip and it was Brighton that dipped again.
0: Yeah, I think Brighton, Brighton and West Ham uh, uh, is it Wolves as well? Wolves, well, the other one, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's it, yeah. yeah. yeah if I just, I just chip, chip in uh, Ian, uh, I saw Leeds lose at home uh, to to Brighton earlier on in the season, and I think there are just some teams that uh, you know set up in a, in a in a way that just make it difficult. And, and yeah, um, I, I was actually really impressed with Brighton earlier on this season at Ellen Road, particularly with their three towering centre backs. I think the, uh, the, the the smallest is six foot four. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they play three across the back, uh, all three of them were decent ball players, and they took the ball out of the defense and and Leeds just seemed to be uncertain about how to deal with that and and, and maybe they' just met uh, a team that um, you know they, they, they just found it really uncomfortable to um, uh, to, to match up against It, it, it does happen but uh, it 's a blip rather than i think Tony 's absolutely right i mean you know until recently, they probably just had their, in the back of their minds, that they just might squeak into the Europa League positions, particularly with Man City winning the League Cup, which I think uh, opens up a, 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 seventh, uh, position. But, um, you know, uh, the, the Bryan result finished that off, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and probably, you know, would they want? Would they want to? Would they wanted to be starting in the qualifying rounds of the Europa League mm,
0: next no, season? Probably not. No, no. Probably not. Um, this Saturday, um, this weekend, they are playing Tottenham Hotspur at home. Um, Ryan Mason's Tottenham Hotspur um, after Jose Mourinho was fired uh, a couple of weeks back. So that will be an interesting game. Um, Tottenham seem to be back on form with Gareth Bale and Harry Kane and Hung Min-sung as well so it's going to be a very very tough game for Leeds on on Saturday Tony.
2: Uh, yeah, I think uh, we, we've got to hope that maybe Rafinha and, and Phillips might be back in the uh, in the Leeds side that would certainly make a difference. Um but uh, I think you'd say that there should be goals, shouldn't there? (laughs) And hopefully goals at both ends, you know, it could be a very attractive game because obviously uh, Tottenham have got some players who, um, who who can certainly play. Um, That being said, uh, I suppose if you take their sort of star men out, the, there are a few sort of more average performers in there. So I, I think Leeds certainly got hopes of getting something out of that, uh, especially in the light of, of, of how well they did against the, the big three that we mentioned uh, in the last few weeks. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Leeds can certainly have if, if they're at strength. I think Leeds can certainly have hopes
1: of getting something. Out of
0: Definitely. So we'll leave Leeds there. And we'll uh, venture into the championship. Um, It's the last day of the championship season this weekend. Um, Firstly, good luck to Preston on Saturday, Stuart.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) I wonder why uh, you said that. (laughs) Who are they playing? Oh, I don't know. Um, The top two have gone up, Norwich and Watford. And the playoffs are secure. It is literally about position as to which place uh, teams can be. But the playoff four are Brentford, Swansea, Bournemouth, and Barnsley, all the B's. Um, and our local side, Huddersfield, um, are mathematically safe uh, now after results last weekend. And they are away at Reading, uh, who just missed out on the playoffs this year. Um, so it is a nothing game for the Terriers. Um, Alan, can they? have this summer as a bit of a, a a rebuilding job, do you think?
3: Well, I very much hope so. I think the manager will certainly have uh, learnt quite a lot, uh, A, about managing as opposed to being uh, a senior coach, and, and certainly about his squad. Um, yes, mathematically safe, uh, Huddersfield, and in the end it was easy for them. Uh, and uh, I know we spoke about whether the, they would stay up or not this, this year. And... Um, but thankfully they, they have. Um, I, I don't know, they're a bit of an enigma for me because they've, they've achieved so much, but they've ended up with a pretty poor squad. If, if you take, taking the round, the half dozen years or so from the promotion out of League One through the Championship into the, into the Premiership, which they survived for the second year, you'd have thought they'd have had at least some decent players that have either stayed with them or they'd, they'd, they'd kept somehow through that. And really, it's it's a pretty... You could almost start again with, with that
0: squad. Yeah, I think so. Um, it has been a tough season. I mean, they went and beat Swansea 4-1, which just shows you that there is something there because Swansea are in the playoffs. Um, Stuart, Huddersfield um, are safe, but... Um, the four teams that are below them are all going to be battling to stay up. Now, I'm not sure if you uh, looked at the bottom of the championship, but Derby, Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday and Wickham can <coughs> all stay up. It's three from four.
1: It certainly is. Um and I think that, uh, I think Wickham are going to go down. I, I just think it's come too late for them. Um, Their goal difference
0: suggests that as well, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're pretty, yeah. actually, right. They've pretty much had it, whatever happens. Yes. Yeah. I think so. So for me, it, it's, um, I think it's between Derby and Sheffield Wednesday. And what a game that's going to be. It's <laughs> going to be huge. What Absolutely a massive. Be, um, and, uh, well, can uh, can Sheffield Wednesday pull it off? You know, with um, with um, the six, I think it
0: was, was it reduced to six points? It was reduced production? to six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, fans will be pretty sore about that. Um, but um, you know, I fancy Wednesday.
0: I fancy Wednesday. Do you know what? I think I do. Derby have lost the last five games. Yeah. They're in yeah. an absolute terrible. Oh, sorry, uh, Wayne Rooney's. Derby County, sorry, sorry, got their name wrong there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it is Derby or Sheffield Wednesday. Whoever wins that game um, is safe, I think. Although it depends on if Rotherham win it. They both could still go down, Derby and Sheffield Wednesday, if Rotherham win their game. Rotherham have got Cardiff, haven't
1: they? Yeah, yes, it's Cardiff it's who
0: have got nothing to play for their yeah. eighth. Yeah, tough, tough game that though. I think um, it is. And they've had all those games in hand in a very short space of time, yeah. but they've given themselves a chance and that's all mm-hmm. you can ask for, isn't it? Yeah, and I'll,
1: I'll just, um, rather than Alan repeat it uh, again, as he has done for the last uh, goodness how many weeks on the podcast, fatigue has clearly uh, played a role as Alan forecast uh, some weeks ago.
3: So we'll get that one out of the way and move on. I wasn't <laughs> going to mention that. I was actually going to say there is a little interesting twist in the Sheffield Derby situation where both clubs were brought up by the league for irregularities. Yes. And similar, you might argue, similar irregularities. Yep. Yeah. Derby were given no points punishment. Sheffield Wednesday were given a 12 point punishment reduced to six. Yeah. So. This is a case of uh, relegation in the um, in the lawyers rooms.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 But if Sheffield cool. Wednesday beat Derby, um, then you could say they're pretty much safe. They have a better goal difference as well. Um, so, yeah, but it's really tight down there. Um, and uh, yeah, League One ain't all that bad. i i i I'd, 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 I'd swap my left arm to be in League One right now I think I, I
2: ought to just interject and say that uh, uh, I object to Stuart's cavalier dismissal of Wickham Wanderers oh! who uh, <laughs> clearly will probably win 8-0 at Middlesbrough on Saturday so if Sheffield Wednesday can win I think about 4-0 then, then Wickham should be safe
0: so yeah, I, I, I oh no, they understand. wouldn't
2: be, would they? No, they'd still go there because, of course, uh, Sheffield Wednesday would be on 43
1: then, so. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, so no, they'd well, probably need to win
2: 15 nil or something like yeah. that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to tell you, Tony, that Adams Park was my local ground for four years. In the, really? Uh, yeah, we lived in Lane End, and uh, right, right, uh, I, right, I, yes. I was I was a reason I was reasonably regular at at, at uh, Adams Park, including a, a Boxing Day derby against Oxford United. That I remember. Oh, out.
2: right, yeah, I've been a couple of times. Once was to watch rugby, and, and once was to watch uh, soccer there. Actually, yeah. But, to the uh, yeah I mean, to, to be fair, I think g- given the resources they've got, they've done remarkably well they to have. actually be theoretically still. In yeah. the division on the last Saturday, I think if you offered them at the beginning of the season, you'll still be there in May. Then uh, they'd yeah. have bitten your hand off.
1: But with the um, if, uh, if I, I used to play centre half, but I, I would, uh, I would not. Welcome the prospect of playing centre half against Akinfenwa. Akin Akinfenwa. <laughs> yes, well. yeah. <laughs> oh that's yeah. a hefty centre forward. Oh yeah. it really is. <laughs> really
3: Could I just is. come in with something? This is a, a quiz question in terms of which is the football league ground most difficult to get to? And Stuart hinted at Lane End. I, I don't. I think it's one of the longest uh, cul de sacs you've got to go up to get to a football ground I know of. And the the only other one I don't, really don't like getting to is is Crystal Palace, Sellers Park, which has just got houses and everything everywhere mm. and mm. no roads to get there. But mm. how about your choices of grounds to really, uh, really difficult to get to? Maybe for another day, but Gilligan,
0: <laughs> Gillingham's yeah. ground. I do it's agree good. with Wickham, though, because Wickham, it's one way in and it's the same way out. So Indeed. yeah, It is a very thin yeah. lane as yeah. well. I've been there a fair few times Never Mm. won Um, (laughs) So um, we'll nip into League 2 Bradford don't have anything to play for They're safe And that was the main thing When you think about where they were At Christmas time They're 14th They've got 59 points The, The two managers have done An absolute excellent job But Bradford will have a hand In who goes up this weekend because they're playing away at Morecambe and if Morecambe win and either Cambridge and or Bolton don't, then Morecambe will be in League One next season for the very first time in their history. So Bradford, although they've got nothing to play for, are going to have a major part to play in who goes up um, from League Two. Alan?
3: Well, we often use the word big spending. You can never accuse Morecambe of that. Uh, on average, crowds, when there were t- uh, crowds of uh, probably less than 2,000, I, I don't know how on earth they've, they've managed this. Um, all credit to them because they've put together players from all over the place, including uh, uh, an ex Leeds United and Brentford midfielder whose name I can't pronounce and, and never could. So. It's not that I've forgotten it, I could never pronounce it. But mm. um, they've, they've done really well at, at, at um, two of The Two of the teams, Bolton and um, uh, Cambridge, uh, Cambridge, of course, have, have lost two games, uh, the last two games, and only needed a point from either yeah. to qualify. They've got an almost impossible task on Saturday, and they're at home to, to Grimsby Town, who are rejuvenated, <laughs> uh, given the takeover which took place yesterday. I can't see Cambridge getting anything out of that. The tension will be too much for them and, mm-hmm. and the uh, the black and whites will, will really be going for a victory there for one of their local rivals. So for me, um Morecambe are going to go up whether or not they, um uh, they, or is that possible? I don't know. I'm talking rubbish, but you wouldn't have to win, assuming they win. win yeah. Do, yeah. do you want to answer
0: that or? M- M- um, M- 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 Morecambe has still got uh, to win. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're,
3: uh, so I, I haven't hope
0: I, I hope made myself entirely clear. Yes. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Morecambe Morecam are on 75 and they're in fourth. Bolton are third on 76 and Cambridge are second on 77. So if Morecambe win and either Cambridge or Bolton don't, even if they draw, then Morecambe will go up. And yes. it would be Bolton, it would be Bolton who missed out and that's if, Cambridge's goal difference is slightly better than Morecambe's. Yeah. but yeah. if Cambridge do lose to Grimsby then um then Morecambe just have to beat Bradford, and they would go up, so there's yeah. still a lot to play for at the end of this season, Tony, this season with all the the you know the no fans allowed and all the empty grounds and stuff, it has been. Quite possibly the weirdest season that I certainly remember. Um, it just, I mean, football without fans is nothing. And I know it's a cliche, but it's true, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I suppose I've been insulated from it uh, to an extent in that uh, you know, I've seen a lot of games on television, uh, a lot more than they would normally have done. Um, uh, and uh, quite often you're kind of insulated from the fact that the fans aren't there because obviously the camera's on the play most of the time and they're they're playing um, uh, crowd noise in the background. But I would think if you actually go to a stadium, which you guys will have done, uh, where there is no crowd, uh, and 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 uh, the, the players are out there, and you can hear sort of all the shouting from the benches and everything. It must be weird. I mean, I guess you've probably got used to it now, but it, it must be weird indeed. Uh, and you feel especially sorry for 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 um, uh, for, for Leeds fans who waited so long to get back in the Premier Division. Um, uh, and also, I, I, I sneak in a mention here for for, for Harrogate Town, of course, who uh, who who been in the Football League for the first time. Uh, I see they go to Cheltenham on on. Um, on, on Saturday or top of the league uh, but I think we should uh, congratulate them for winning uh, last season's FA Trophy on Monday Absolutely. which, uh, yes, which yes. was uh, a great effort by them and uh, it, I did watch it wasn't a great game uh, the, the, the team that were playing Concord Rangers I, I thought took a lot of credit they, they did very yes. well um, but but uh, Harrogate uh, probably deserved it just the amount of pressure they had but they had to work for it um, but they, they must be delighted at the end of this season mm.
0: Definitely, Football League and last year's FA Trophy as well. I mean, it's been just an amazing, well, if you think back, it's been amazing three or four years because they won the playoffs in the Conference North and then won the playoffs in the Conference to now be a Football League team and win at Wembley twice in the same, Mm -hmm. you know, within the same year, August and and May. That's, um, it has been incredible for them. And, um, yeah, Um, absolute fair play to them, definitely. And Ian? If Harrogate were
1: to win at Cheltenham on Saturday and Bradford were to lose, then Harrogate would finish above Bradford City in the league, which uh, wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. That would be mm-hmm. something, really yeah, definitely. So, just to I help hope Alan, could look at that. Yeah, I'll just help Alan out. Um, I mean, his last piece might be edited, actually, but uh, just, uh, <laughs> edited out, I should say. But if it's not, then the. Uh, the uh, ex leagues footballer who plays for Morecambe is Tumani um, <laughs> the, But the other uh, thing I was thinking, there's quite a sort of fishy theme going on here, isn't there? At both ends of the league, actually, because, yeah. uh, of course, the Morecambe, uh, Morecambe are known as the Shrimps. Um, and Shrimpers? Of course, and no, 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 and no. Is it, is, Morecambe no? are the Shrimps. Right. And the two relegated teams, as Alan will know, are the Mariners and the Shrimpers the shrimp is
0: a south end yeah so it's all a bit
1: fishy
0: it's all it, a bit it's fishy. all about fishy all very seasidey. <laughs> no, good good uh,
1: good end good good season for Bradford well, I say good season the fans will be absolutely delighted that uh, uh, the two uh, academy coaches have uh, have rescued them really from the abyss i mean they could they could they were facing accompanying uh, grimsby into the national league at uh, at Christmas and to, uh, yeah. to see what they've done is great and um, hopefully they'll get the support from the board uh, to be able to to build into um, into next season.
0: So um, we're going to move on to cricket so we've had enough of the football so we'll say goodbye to that uh, for the last weekend of the league season. Um, we'll go on to cricket. Yorkshire um, were well, well, they playing Northamptonshire last week And uh, they won by one run. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. A four-day game and they won by one run. That's fantastic. Um, And It sounds a cracking game, actually. Um, Tony, um, your thoughts on on that?
2: Lucky they got out of jail. Uh, They've got out of jail two weeks running now, really. Um, Not enough runs in the first innings. Down, uh, when they played Sussex, uh, not enough runs in the first innings against Northamptonshire and the bowlers got them out of it. Uh, from what, obviously nobody could go and watch it. Um, I saw a little bit on, on the, um, in, uh, the internet coverage. Um, from what I read, uh, a very exciting game, but uh, too many mistakes from both sides really to call it a great game. Uh, I think there was some poor batting on both sides. Uh, they've got to get more runs. Um, uh, we, we, obviously we can't talk about today's game when they're playing Kent, but they're, they're, they're not batting today. They were Kent were batting. Um, but, uh, uh, they've got to get more runs in the first innings. And, and, and when you've got Lyth, Cola Cadmore, Brook, Root in this match as well, and Gary Balance, um, surely they should be scoring more runs than they are. And, and, uh, that's that's the big problem, and uh, if they don't start scoring runs, it is going to come back and bite them eventually.
0: It is looking at the uh, the table um, in in Yorkshire's uh, bit, and um, they've only got five batting um, bonus exactly. points. Exactly,
2: exactly, um, and that's the difference between them and Lancashire is the batting yeah. bonus points.
1: Lancashire. Where where are Lancashire
0: in the table? Can you just uh, Lancashire top? Stuart. Are they? Yeah. Are they? yeah. Well, Stuart, um,
3: I don't come out, stu- I think you uh, dismissed any chance for Lancashire in the last podcast. So uh, could I, I think just keep, it, keep the back seat if you wouldn't mind. Cause, uh, <laughs> you're just keeping it warm for a bigger side at the moment.
0: Oh, so, right. uh, just okay. so people are aware, Lancashire are six points clear at the top. Both Lancashire and Yorkshire have won three and drawn one uh, this season in their four games. Um, so, yeah, Yorkshire are playing Kent. Um, at the moment, at the time of recording. Um, Ken haven't won yet this season, um, so you, you would expect Yorkshire to win that one, Alan.
3: Well, uh, <laughs> when I was last <laughs> with I used five words to sum up the Yorkshire season thus far. Batting flimsy, check, No change there, then, including Mm. Joe Root, who's going to play at least one, probably two more games in the county championship. Yeah. Uh, Bowling lacks penetration. Well, they've come back a bit. Uh, Ben Code has returned from uh, illness, uh, or injury, rather, and let's hope he uh, gives them a little bit more warmth in that department. Steve Patterson's bowled really well. Mm. Um, Willie has... As uh, flattered to deceive um, and was left out of uh, today's game against Kent. And and Bess has played a very good part as a batsman, but other than the one innings against Sussex on a a wicket favouring the spinners, has yet to do much. So Yorkshire, I'm actually, given the way they've played, I'm delighted that they are in second place, which of course would be enough to qualify them for The latter stages, um, Kent aren't mugs. Uh, there's some fancy mm, mm, players mm, there. You've mm. got Zach Crawley, uh, Joe Denley, mm. um, and um, uh, I think Kent actually bottom you've, you've got the tables there. I think,
2: mm.
3: bottom bottom, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I very much hope that, uh, the weather doesn't intervene. Uh, Saturday's going to be a washout, yes. It's mm. looking more like a draw to me, mm.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Um can I just say as well that um after two years that my my county finally, finally, finally Indeed. a four day game. Um and let's let's be frank, we didn't just win the game, we <laughs> thrashed Derbyshire <so>, um, <laughs> by by three hundred and ten runs. So um it was can
3: I, uh I just say something, uh Ian.
0: Yeah. Um
3: And, and this is, anybody who's into podcasts, there was a very good one that uh, Kevin Howells gave on the BBC. We know Kevin pretty well. And he interviewed, along with uh, two BBC people of interest uh, who I've never heard of, um, uh, Joe Root for half an hour. And Joe gave a really good interview about um uh, why he wants to play in the county championship, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then after that session, there was... A team of the week award, uh, and uh, or a player of the week award, and uh, um, Kevin Hales went at great length to explain h- how many thousand of days between uh, the the Knotts last victory and this one, and loads of other really interesting facts. You can skip the Joe Root interview and just get go about half an yeah. hour into that, and yeah. you'll get all sorts of good <clears throat> reasons why Knots uh, have have not done very well.
0: Um, oh, I, I, that would be a podcast all in itself as to why not have not won a game in two years, but we did at the weekend, and I'm very, very happy and proud. Um, think, so, if if I may say,
1: yeah, what, what there's been some fantastic uh, counter cricket so far uh, this year. I mean, a lot of the games have, well, most of the games have been really competitive. A lot yeah. of them have gone to the final day. Uh, a number have gone to the final hour. And, and and i i'm i'm quite uh i'm liking the format actually uh which um pits teams that d- don't normally uh play against each other that you've got first division teams playing against second division teams and i think it just gives every every team the opportunity um to um you know potentially win the competition because mm. uh, yeah mm. and uh, it just seems to be providing some really really competitive cricket and uh i, I you know I, I i would like to think that um this format might uh, might just work and might be around for a while it mm. might well do
0: mm. um so um oh we've actually we're coming to the end so we'll have a quick mention of um super league if we don't mind stuart um, Oh! it's um the <laughs> rhinos lost to huddersfield Um, Last week And are not playing this week Because it's the um, Challenge Cup uh, weekend This weekend So they have a week off But um, Tony I mean Losing to Huddersfield And it was One point It was 14-13 The Rhinos are still Injury Ravaged Mm. But um, From what I read on Twitter The fans are really Behind the team And I can see what they want to do, and the fact that it is, if all the injured players were back, I think the Rhinos would be, you know, right up the top.
2: Yeah, I think I think the the the, the fans will be willing to give them a bit of leeway, given the the all the horrendous injury last. Time. I think they were missing something like was it a dozen players when they played Huddersfield? Yeah. Um, so yeah I, I think it's difficult to judge them really until they they get back to full strength um I know richard agar was was um disappointed afterwards with the performance of one or two of his more experienced players apparently uh, but I guess there's a lot of pressure on their shoulders when they when they realize that they're having to you know sort of cover for for so many other top players so yeah um i I seem to remember that 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 um that didn't Leeds do this to Huddersfield last year in Golden Point extra time or something yeah. Nick n- the victory so uh, I suppose Huddersfield it will make them feel a bit better uh, winning it in the was it the 79 minutes and 59 seconds or something <laughs> yeah,
1: um,
2: right. so yeah well, well done to Huddersfield but uh, I think Leeds will bounce back later in the season and I just hope they can get players fit
0: Definitely and I think Leeds as well having the fans back at Headingley would be is going to be huge for them mm. Um hopefully um if not the end of this month it will be next month when fans will be back um for super league so um right well thanks guys that's this week all wrapped up um we'll be back next week obviously and um we'll have more sporting chat and uh, we'll see whether grimsby town did deny cambridge united that promotion place from <laughs> league 2 so <laughs> thanks to Alan, thanks to Tony, thanks to Stuart uh, for joining us this week. Much appreciated and thank you for all your input. And um, I've been Ian Marsden and um, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.